look like? What do the deep things of God look like? Well, you just witnessed it up here. This is the deep things of God. This is the Holy Spirit at work. What you just witnessed. It's crying out. It's praise. It's worship. It's crying out. It's weeping. It's wailing. It's whatever the Spirit is moving you to do. That's how you get to the deep things of God. You spend time with Him. You let Him hide you in the shelter of His tabernacle. You find your secret place to where it's only you and Him. That's where He grows you. You can meditate on Him. And He'll exalt you high above your enemies all around you. Oh, the deep things of God. It's awesome. In Genesis 1-2, it says, And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. The deep things of God started in the very beginning. It was deep, formless, without void. But it was deep. And the Spirit of God hovered. The Spirit of God hovered. The Spirit of God is hovering right now. Thank you, Father. The Holy Spirit had an expectation. He was excited because he knew, man, God's fixing to do something. He was he was meditating. He was waiting on God. He was hovering. We got to be hovering. We got to be hovering. We got to have that expectation. We got to get excited. Because God is moving. The Spirit of God is moving. Get excited and get up in it. <laughs> yeah. So I had this awesome, this awesome sauce thought. All right. So all of the water that's on the earth continues to recycle, right? Ecclesiastes, it says, there's nothing new under the sun. Like, God made the earth to recycle itself and and take care of itself, maintain itself. The human body is 60% water, they tell us, right? So, the water that's in our body was hovered over by the Holy Spirit. Over half of our body was already blessed. Hovered over, covered, excited about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Man, that's just a cool thought. Yeah. So, another awesome sauce thought. Have you ever noticed, like, take this bottle of water, for example, and I could scream really loud at it. I'm not going to, but if I had it in front of that speaker, the water would move, right? Have y'all ever witnessed that? Yeah. It's awesome what frequency can do to water. I mean, it can move it all over the place, depending on what you do with it. So, how that frequency, the frequency of that sound moves that water, 
So think of the Holy Spirit of having his own frequency, right? The spirit realm, the spirit world, whatever, you know, however you want to look at it. You know, I don't remember where it was, but you know, in the Bible, when the king was up on his castle and he's like, oh my God, they're going to come kill us. And But God gave him eyes to see what was happening in the spirit, right? Like they were just angels slaying like crazy. So that's kind of where I'm going, like, the spirit, it has its own plane that intersects with our plane sometimes and we can witness things. So the frequency of that sound hitting that water, it has movement. And it can be moved in many different directions. But there's a spirit, spirit realm and there's different frequencies, high and low. Holy Spirit is on his frequency, but there are other other frequencies too. There's evil, you know, there's deceptive spirits. And so we have to make sure we line up. We gotta be in harmony and get back to that get to that place where we're where us and God communicating, okay? We must be in the frequency of the Holy Spirit. To move in unison with him and act according to his movement. So we can't allow things in our life, like you put your finger in that water, it's going to slow everything down. When the frequency's running and it's smooth, but as soon as something interferes, the momentum stops. All right, let's go to John 7, 38. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. What's coming out? What's coming out of you? Is it rivers of living water? If what's coming out of you is not love, is not living... It's not living water. If it's not love, it's not living. And if it's not living, it ain't God. Because all life comes from God. Jesus said in Matthew twelve thirty four, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what's coming out of your mouth? Is it love, joy? Is it peace? Come on. In James 3, 8, it says, No man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil. When your tongue starts slipping, guess what? You're thirsty. You can hear... What's coming out of your mouth? And what's coming out of your mouth? It's coming out of your heart. So the only way you got to come to Jesus. Rivers of living water. If any man is thirsty, let him come and drink. Drink all you want, 
drink your drink your whole fill. You ever drink too much water? Yeah. You drink a lot of water, it's got to come out. So what's coming out? You stay drinking from the fountain of living water. It's going to come out. So when you come and you drink that water, your mind and your flesh take a back seat. Then your heart, influenced by the Holy Spirit, can get some things done. Amen. Also, when you fill yourself and allow yourself to be filled with living water, you will be more susceptible to the deep things of God. Amen. All right, let's go to James 1, 6, 6 through 8, James 1. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Hold up right there. So what's moving you? What's moving you? Is it the waves? Is it the wind? Or is it the Holy Spirit? So when Elijah was hiding off in his cave, pouting, there was wind, there was earthquakes, there was fire. And then there was a still small voice. If you're waiting on Holy Spirit to just come and shake your cage and... I mean, don't get me wrong, he'll do it. But if you're waiting around, you're doing the wrong thing. Because he's looking for people of action. You got to move, you got to do. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Eight. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. That ain't good. Double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. That's a man being moved by the wind, moved by the earthquakes, moved by the fire. And amongst all that, you think he's going to hear a still, small voice? Mm -mm. No, he ain't. Doubt is a faith killer. I mean, it will kill it dead. Matthew twenty one twenty two. Jesus says, "Anything in my name shall be. You know, if you ask anything in my name, it shall be given." So, it ain't God's fault. Don't blame God. It ain't God's fault. God didn't do nothing to you but bless you, give you life. He's given you everything. Romans 12, 3 said, God has given each one 
A measure of faith. Each one of us. True faith. True faith. True faith. But when you soil and you water that thing with doubt, it's going to be dry, dry, dry. Just saying. Doubt's a faith killer. What's moving you? What is moving you? What are you influenced by? I mean, the world is loud. The world is loud. What is moving you? So I say, you got to get in the secret place. Let him wrap you in his wings. Hide you in the shelter of his tabernacle. You got to go there. That's a for real deal place. And your spirit and his spirit are meant to cohabitate there together. You got to get there and you got to, you got to stay there. You got to maintain that relationship. I promise you it'll be worth it. The waves, they'd be small. The wind, it might be a breeze. Earthquake, I mean, that's a back massage. I mean, I'm just saying. All right, let's go, Jeremiah 2.13. For my people, who is my people? That's us. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water, and hewn themselves cisterns, broken cisterns, that can hold no water. So, you give up on God and decide you got everything handled. And then it gets really, really bad and you come back to church. And God take care of you, fill you with the Holy Spirit. You're like, man, yes, on fire. This is so good. But then you go do what you want to do over here. You come to church. Go do what you want to do over here. Go to church. Oh, God, I need this. I need this. I need this. God, help them, help them, help them. But they don't get help because I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Anyway, you cannot put God in a box. That's what I'm getting at. You can't put, you can't take Holy Spirit out and use him just like whenever you feel like it. Because he don't work like that. He's not here for your convenience. He's here for action. He's here to make changes in your life. And he's here to help you make changes in the lives around you for the better. So if you're not speaking life and love, then you're listening to the wrong spirit. The spirit is in motion, just like the water. Spirit's always moving. He ain't sitting still. He's always moving. When he moves, you got to move. When he speaks, you got to speak. Because if you don't move when he moves, 
the thing he wants done is not getting done. And you may be fortunate enough for this to be something that might come up again, or you may not. And there's going to be a lot of opportunities in our life that we lose out on for God. That don't mean he's not getting them done. That just means the Holy Spirit had to go get somebody else to do it. But I don't want that score in my book. The Spirit of God is, is, is not going to wait on you. He ain't, you can't tie a string to him. And, I mean, you've got to be one and one. The Spirit of God is always moving. Just like he hovered over the face of the deep. He's always moving. Searching the deep things of God. What are we going to do today, Lord? What are we going to do today, Lord? Is that going to be us? Do you get up excited about what you can do for God that day? It doesn't matter how big or small. I mean, you ain't got to be Peter and go and heal the sick and raise the dead if you can't buy somebody a cup of coffee or tell them, hello, good morning, hope you have a blessed day. You know, you got to start somewhere. You got to start positive. You got to start with love. I mean, it's an adventure. The Holy Spirit life is an adventure. You, but you got to live it. You got to be bold. You got to step out. You got to do. You got to move. When, when water sits still, it gets gross. Like, nasty so uh, water when it's moving it's fresh it's alive it's living it's moving it's replenishing it's, it's working oh man when the Holy Spirit speaks a word it's for the present if you wait you might lose out But also, if you wait, it can lose its effect. Like, if I have a word for right now, and I'm like, oh, I ain't going to say it right now, I ain't going to say it right now. And then I say, I'm all right, I'm going to say it next Sunday. Well, it don't work that way. The Holy Spirit done moved on. He's like, I ain't on that. You know, the people that I wanted you to tell that to, they heard it from somebody else already this week. You, you missed out. You don't want that. You don't want that score in your book. Like you want to be the most effective child of God that you possibly can be, and you can only be that when you are 100% connected to the Spirit of God, moving with Him. I mean, you got to start somewhere, but you got to start developing that relationship. Don't. Don't don't expect that you can do any of it on your own. Like you have to spend time with him. Like you got to make time, cause there ain't a whole bunch of time. Like you got to make it. Like you got to stay up late. You got to get up early. You got to go hide somewhere, cause people won't leave you alone at work. Like you just got to figure something out.
Holy, holy, holy. Holy Spirit is moving. Right? And Isaac Newton's first law. Hmm? Yes. Object in motion stays in motion. Object at rest stays at rest. Unless acted on by an outside force. That just makes it even better. Like, like he must have had a run-in with the Holy Ghost. Like, he couldn't come up with this on his own. Like, he's got a laundry list of gravity and calculus. And, I mean, people don't get smart on their own like that. They just don't. That's impossible. I mean, I don't know what's wrong with me and Jeremy, but. So Holy Spirit is in motion. He stays in motion unless acted upon an outside force. So that's that, that's that thing that you're putting in the frequency of the Holy Spirit between you and Him. And it touches the water. And Spirit's moving, but it's hitting that wall. Guess who put that wall there? You did. You put that wall there. So Holy Spirit can't get through, but you get a little bit because there's ripples and... Ah, oh, but I can't really hear. I think he said this, but I'm not sure. You got to do something. <laughs> like move, like act. Like you just have to. You have to. Like even if it's wrong, God will honor you. I promise. Like even if it's just, it doesn't matter. Like God will honor it. You have to move. All right. Therefore, Holy Spirit cannot wait until it's convenient for you to act. I wrote that down. You must act quickly. In Acts 12, 7, an angel jabs Peter in the side. Bam! Get up! Hurry, get up and go. Like, when God speaks and God moves, you got to go right then. In Matthew 28, 7, go quickly and tell disciples, He has risen. Go, tell my people I have come. Go, go. In Acts 28, 18, Paul, uh, God, uh, Paul was in a trance, and, and God said, Make haste and get out. They will not receive your testimony. What happens if Paul was like, No, nah, I'll just stay a couple more days? He'd be dead. If you don't listen to God, if you don't listen to the Holy Spirit when He tells you to do something, there are consequences. Sometimes big, sometimes small. But when the Spirit of God is speaking, it is not for nothing. That's why there are consequences, because he don't want them consequences to happen to you. So that's why it's so important to listen and do and move when he speaks. If you're going down the street at 55 miles an hour, and the light's green, and the Holy Spirit says, stop at that green light. You're like, I ain't stopping at no green light. But what if you do listen? Slow down, slow down. 
15 seconds before you get to the light car. Boom, 60 miles an hour. You just saved your life. Or if you didn't listen. Then you got your car totaled. You're in the hospital. It, it ain't looking good. I mean, God can get you out of that. You know, don't get me wrong. But if you listen, you wouldn't be there in the first place. I mean, it costs you a lot of money and pain and heartache and suffering. But don't blame God. You didn't listen. He tried to keep you out of it. God is good. God is good, good. And His grace is sufficient for us. His mercies endure forever. He can get us out of all our hard-headedness. He can save us to the bitter end. But if we just listen, it's so much easier. If we move with God, if we move with the flow of the Holy Spirit, it's so much easier. I'm trying to help it be easier on y'all. Just listen. Golly. I got a final note here. Live life for the seconds that count. Live life for the seconds that count. Because it's quick. I mean, it's like, bam, Holy Spirit said something right then. It's that fast. You hear me? It's, bam, Holy Spirit. It's a quickening. So it's it's in the fine print. It's in the details. Most of the time it ain't going to be all sirens and lights. Not to say it won't be, but... If Holy Spirit speaks to you a hundred times in your life, 99 times it's going to be the still small voice. It's going to be fast. It's going to be precise. It's going to be sharper than any two-edged sword. It's going to, bam, it's going to prick you right there. If you daily take out that stony heart and put in a heart of flesh so that you can be sensitive enough to feel that prick, Every day, every day, you must be ready to act when the Spirit moves on you. Mm. May not get another chance. May not. I mean, it's it's life or death. Your life is in your hands. Your life is in your actions. It really is. So... That's all I really got. I ain't trying to scare nobody. I mean, it ain't no warning shot. I'm just trying to be real with y'all. Holy Spirit is ready to move on y'all. He's ready to fill you up. Fill your every thirst. He's ready to use you, move you speak to you thank you father y'all stand up with me if anybody's got that wall up I want to pray for you we can get that thing knocked down Holy Spirit's moving in this place right now.
He never stops. He never stops working. He never stops moving. That Waymaker song hit the nail on the head for us tonight. He never stops. Never stops. Thank you, Father. Somebody got a wall up today. You hadn't been able to shake it. <clears throat> it's got a it's got a it's got a foundation. It's got a hold on you. If you want that thing taken care of, come on down here, we'll pray for you. <clears throat>